0: I was just messaging uh, the group of, you know, the group of people that I was working with that I finished working with last week, and I, I wrote, yeah. thank fuck. <laughs> and it occurred to me just uh, how how incredibly flexible. I mean, this is old news, really. That word. I don't mean yeah. thank either.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because uh, what exactly are we thanking? It's a very curious thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's I, and I, but the only reason I did it was because I thought that my Italian friends, uh, who's you know who, who all, who pretty much all speak English better than I speak Italian. Yeah, I think that's okay. Fair. Yeah, that uh, I'm trying to stretch and um, uh, increase their understanding of uh, of everyday English. I'm mean, not that I walk around every day going thank fuck. I, think I should.
1: <laughs> it depends. Are you grateful for things? <laughs> well it depends on how grateful for things I am, really, doesn't it? Uh, that's a that's quite a, it's it's a good a good amount of gratitude. It's a goodly gratitudinal pull.
0: Or a gap, <laughs> as I like to think of it.
1: Oh, a gap that needs to be plugged with gratitude. No,
0: a goodly attitudinal pull is a gap. It's the acronym for. Oh, I see. I'm so <clears throat> sorry. I thought you I think- and senior management would know ac- three, all three letter acronym. Isn't part
1: Where's where's this senior management and snot coming from?
0: <laughs> Did you say "n snot" or was there no this senior management
1: conjun- snot? Where's right. this coming
0: from? Yeah,
1: it's true. It's a little bit hard, isn't it? It's a well, little bit harsh. I mean, I haven't. I, it's not harsh. It's just I don't think I am.
0: Oh, I wonder. I wonder what other people think in the university. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis
1: and I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing.
0: I should we shouldn't I shouldn't start like this not fair I shouldn't start like this because uh, I don't want to I don't want to get off on the wrong
1: foot. Well, last week you wanted to talk about stress, so maybe you are getting off on the right foot by stressing me out. <laughs> yeah, sorry about Get that. It, it was—it's oh, so. I'm, no, always. no, I'm teasing you. I'm not. I I'm, know you. Are. I, know I you do are. not feel self-conscious. I think I am. Um, it's a, no. I think probably I am reflecting on. Oh, who am I? What am I? Because I'm. You know. Nearly... You mean at?
0: You mean at work? Or... Yeah,
1: I'm nearly two years into the post now.
0: Is it really? Well,
1: Maybe not nearly two years. That's a bit over... That's over-exaggerating. I'm a solid 18 months in. Right. So I'm no longer new. There are now... I was in a meeting the other day and there were definitely two or three, maybe three or four people who were definitely significantly newer to post than I was. And I was thinking, oh, I can't pretend to not know anything anymore. No. That's tricky. Yeah, very, very, very. So, yeah. And and also... um, there is something quite interesting about not, not, not realising that you know stuff and then being able to be asked questions by really capable and thoughtful colleagues and you can give them an answer and they go, ooh, get you, you knew the answer. Yeah. No, there's,
0: a, there's a thing there about stepping up as well and I think there's something really mm. deep about how we have grown up expecting other people to be in control or not. Yeah. Like, I think, and, and yeah, I think it's a really, the psychology
1: of that. And some people yeah. do it far before they're ready or ought to be or ought to. Well, I'm going to say something now, which I might reflect upon and I might edit out, but I'm going to say it anyway, and I'm not going to use names. I work very closely with a particular human being. And this particular human being is a human being I have known for a long, long time. And I have always liked this particular human being, and thought that this particular human being—you notice I'm not using genders—just so nobody can just go it. for PHB. Uh, I think PHB. Fine. Yeah. Okay. So this PHB it doesn't feel like I'm saying anything quicker, <laughs> but okay. Some <laughs> the, acronyms are like WWW is harder to say than World Wide Web, isn't it?
0: It's true. It's so <laughs> odd. That is the cr- uh, yeah.
1: Okay. World Wide Web. Web. That's quite quick. I think we're used to whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> motorboat your way into the Only
0: uh, only podcast in the world right now where both hosts are going <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: like little little ponies. Um this PHB is someone I've known for a long time. I've always liked, I've always thought was was a really capable human being.
0: So I've just forgotten now uh, what the acronym
1: stands. Okay, got it, I got it. Particular human being. I was in a meeting with <laughs> them phb this phb yeah two days ago and you know when it's like the scales fall from your eyes and you just the two of you no 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 there were multiple people Uh, in the room and so i was able to effectively witness behaviors rather than be on the receiving end of behaviors if that makes sense so i was just watching something play out rather than be involved in the back and forth oh this is quite relevant to what i was hoping to talk about today and yeah. I was just struck by how very, very good they were at their job, mm. and how very um sort of triple threat they were, you know they could act, they could dance, they could sing, they could do everything in the your, sense that your meetings
0: were, sound amazing,
1: well, I mean they weren't acting dancing and singing but what I mean by that is that you know they were thinking strategically and tactically and creatively they taking weren't, care of pe- right uh, yeah absolutely taking care of business but taking care of people it yeah. was it was just one of those things where I was looking at this PHB and going fucking hell you should be exactly where you are. You are good at what you do, mm. and I think maybe that's why I've been reflecting upon. Well, what is it that I do? So when you say senior management, I go. Mm, I'm not sure I am that. I'm. I know I play an important function in in the institution, but not one. You know, not something that I would consider to be senior in that sense. So it's just. I, I mean, it's not. Um. So when when I. When I responded, I wasn't biting back. I think it's coming from an existential place of me trying to work out who am I. Are you? Tr- are you? Do you think
0: you're being? Do you think you're being? Mm, I'm going to say unnecessarily humble, or are you being? Do you think you're actually? I want to say calling a spade a spade, which we can just bracket out to that in a little moment if you wanted.
1: I don't think that this is me being. um Partial or um, modest. Well, you know, when you have a job in certain places, you can you become like water and you expand to fill the gaps. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, And then in other jobs, you you don't. You're like you're basically Bruce Leeing that job. You're being like water,
0: aren't you? (laughs) You're kung fuing the fuck out of your job.
1: That's what I heard. I can't have a conversation with you sometimes, you big ding dong. I don't mean that. I don't mean I'm hungry. Aubergine, my Aubergine. Job. The, uh... Oh, was that last week? That was last week. <laughs> swirly poo, swirly poo, peach wind. Um, what I mean. <laughs> it's still funny this week. <laughs> water drop. Do you think we laugh too much, much on this podcast? Do you think we laugh oh, too much? You know what? If we laugh too much on this podcast, so what? yeah go I don't know if, okay sorry. i don't know if you've noticed the world's in a bit of a shitty old state right now what oh is it oh uh, i'm not going to talk about it simon because okay. i know you're on a bit of a you, you continue to be on a news cleanse uh, and yeah. except for sport is, i've
0: been keeping an eye on sports news
1: yeah uh yeah i yeah. no nothing to offer there but the world is um the world is struggling yeah. Okay. So hang on. You're sorry. I interrupted. You're Bruce Lee your job, basically. You're, no, you're... I just no. It's not that it's not about being like water as in I am being like water. It's more like certain jobs. You sort of they I don't know. have edges that are as quite as clear. And then some I jobs have quite clear edges. I think mine doesn't have clear edges at the minute. So it's like, oh, I wonder if I'm I wonder if the water is spilling in that direction. That's, it, so that's what I mean. It's does it mean that taking on
0: more things or that the job
1: is shifting
0: like, is it expanding or is it shifting? Oh, that's a
1: really good question.
0: Um, because if it's expanding, it's slightly, it's a, tr- it's a bit tricky, isn't it? Because how much more can one, unless you'd like to offer me a job. I think there is a, a sense of slack. that there is, <laughs> there I is a do the sense. Spreadsheety
1: stuff. Oh, I got caught the other day doing a spreadsheet by somebody no. who, somebody who knows me and has known me for quite a long time. And they came in and they looked over my shoulder and I was just like, I was humming to myself and doing, I had two different spreadsheets open and I was like moving things around. And they went, I never thought I would see Lee David Miller doing a spreadsheet. I said, oh, I'm doing two.
0: I love the verb doing a spreadsheet
1: <laughs> what other what other verb is anyway, I think there is a level of expansion, but as as I expand in one direction, I am aware that there will be a contraction on another, so it 's not like yep. it 's not ever never ending yep. but um yeah so so i think I think that 's why i um, that 's why I challenged. The, your your playfulness, and I know it yeah. was playfulness, but yeah. it, it, not because I'm feeling spiky about it. More about oh, I think I might be thinking about that a little bit. Yeah, and I don't, and it doesn't when it's when it feels when it's something that isn't true. It's easy to laugh when it feels like it's something that might be moving. Ooh. It's like oh, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. a bit There's weird a about scratch
0: that. Scratch to be
1: scratched there, isn't it? Did, yeah, do, do or you, just to be figured out.
0: And do you do you? Oh, it's a. The line between, I mean, I said something on the horizon. You sort of said the sort of the pull of that or the lure maybe is, maybe that's not quite the quite words, but that you can see, it's like you can see the line or the ground between he, where you are now and there. Hmm. And how is that, how do you distinguish between that and ambition?
1: Oh, okay. So ambition. Because I love that ambition. We can describe it as being naked. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I think if this is ambition it is very very clearly clothed and it's clothed in its winter layers. Right. Because I don't think it is. I think more it's about discovering a capability and an aptitude to something that I didn't know that I had. And then going, "Oh, I could I could do more of that." So it's it's more about capacity and ability than desire. And yeah, I think so- when you f- yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So recognising your ability but and also the challenge and wanting to oh, sort yeah. of step up to the challenge. And, and just
1: and just having a really, really lovely time. Yeah. No question. Anyway, this is this is all feels like it's a little bit of a, a prelude Preamble. To, to what you wanted to talk no, about. It which was, is that idea of but it feels also maybe it might be overlapping a bit. Yeah,
0: just that thing about being in a – you described being in a meeting and observing. And this happened. So the thing that so last week I was basically It was a whole lot of backfill for uh, um, an experience I had where... So this was the Thursday before, a little bit... Not last Thursday, the Thursday before. So it would have been the 9th of November. And, yeah, this thing had happened where the musician, the composer, was very sick. And so there were a group of... The two choreographers, the producer, um, the kind of the choreographic assistant and me were in a cafe, in a little cafe in this town in Sassari. And it was a very, very complex and nuanced and difficult conversation. <clears throat> it was also all happening in Italian, which was weird because I was having to work enormously hard to understand what was going on, like really, 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 difficult, really hard. Uh, but also any time I contributed, I could only contribute in English. And the reason for that is because because, because of the nuances of the Italian, would take me much longer to, let's say, produce, which f- would feel like I was basically turning it into an Italian lesson for me, the worst possible conditions. And so everything I said was in English, and then it would be immediately back in... Uh, and then there was one person whose English is not... Well, their English is much better than my Italian, but was not. would always check about what I'd said. And there was a little translation, and then on we'd go. And it was the thing that struck me. So this is not about English, Italian, or two-language conversations. It's just context. But the thing that struck me is that because of my particular role in this in this group, I'm really the dramaturg, which people yeah. don't really need to know what that is. It, maybe I'm basically like an external eye. I'm someone keeping an eye on things and going, maybe you could try a little bit of this, you know, Ben Moore, we, we joked a little bit slower, a little bit faster. It's a little more complex than that, but that's that'll do. And um, I was watching people, a group of people, under enormous stress, like really, really high-level stress, both the financial implications, the ethical implications, all of it. And the thing that occurred to me was and i was feeling it as well just to be clear it wasn't like i was so external that i wasn't feeling anything i was very caught up in wanting to do uh the best for them and also trying to figure out exactly what that meant meaning what does it mean to do the best for these people including saying something that may not want to be what want to be heard and it occurred to me that First of all, seeing people under that kind of stress is horrible. Because my, my first instinct is just to want to kind of basically cuddle them. That's that's really what I want to do is just to give them a hug. Mm. But also recognizing that the things I thought I ought to say was effectively the opposite of that. Yeah. Meaning I'm going to say something. I think I'm going to in my mind. I think I'm going to say something here which is going to basically amplify the tension. That's going to make it worse because of what it was that I thought I ought to say. And the interesting thing, this, and so that's that's one thing which is to reconcile one's responsibility or the perception of one's responsibility and what's happening in the room and the kind of dynamic of the room and the feelings and the uh, and, yeah the feelings of people in the room. And then the other thing, which is something that Lil uh, talked to me about recently, um, which is this very simple thing where there's no point in pushing a point. <laughs> Meaning, <clears throat> so I have this idea, or I had this particular thought that this is the way it should be. But that I only need, there's no point in saying it more than once. You can say, I'm going to say it. If it's not heard, then it's not heard. If nothing happens as a consequence of it, then there's no need to push. Now I'm and because and Lil's point is that sometimes it comes back, and maybe someone else rephrases it in a certain way or reframes it in a certain way, and that's fine. But sometimes it doesn't, right? And I said to her, "What? If, what if you're really sure that you're right?" <laughs> Which of course is absurd. But let's just yeah. imagine that you think you're, you feel because of all your experience. You know, and I'm I'm certainly the most I'm certainly the oldest person in the room by a long shot, by 15 years let's say at the most, which means which counts for nothing except I have lived longer, I've been in more hmm. situations. But I don't think it counts for that much more. But yeah, so what if you what if you think you I'm absolutely certain that I am right here. And Lil will said I think the same thing applies, which is just say it once. And there's and I'm curious about for things I've been saying here, what you think and what you'll feel about those things, but also just to say, I'm not that person. I would like to be that person. I'm that person that goes, that where I push, I go, no, I don't think you've heard me. I'm saying that we think this, and then I'll say it again, and then I'll say it again. And pe- people who work with me who may or may not be listening to this will recognize that side of me, which is pushing pretty hard. If i've got a strong opinion on something, and so i'm there's it was an incredibly rich and complex experience um, and yeah anyway that's that's the story, and I'm yeah lots of things going bouncing on and there for you, but uh yeah
1: wow, i mean i think i I recognize myself very very much in what you've just said in that <laughs> that doubling tripling quadrupling down on down. what you want to say, and I suspect where i am most guilty of this and if she was an earshot i would imagine i would hear a (laughs) kind of a response it's not
0: from not from it's not not from Jeffrey. yeah Yeah, it's not from jeffrey
1: i i think Hmm. i think it's probably that is that is something that i have to catch myself in my relationship with bob Mm -hmm. that i regularly um sort of Repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. What is interesting is, I. Okay, so I'm going to give you an. Ex- this is so. Um, unhelpfully revealing. About is there an emoji yourself. for it? Because you could just uh it, it's probably the smiley face that has the um the groucho thing. marks nose and uh, mustache <laughs> which is kind of just like uh f- the, for me the thing that you would always use whenever you're encountering absolute ridiculousness
0: right that's how you'd use that right, that's okay. how
1: i would use that emotion it's less like oh my god this is just ridiculous and this is ridiculous so yesterday bob brought home a box of Mince pies.
0: I mean, it's hard not to love Bob though, isn't it?
1: So the thing is, I hate shop bought mince pies. And I have told Bob on. They were probably just past the use by by date as (laughs) well. They were on special. (laughs) But I've told Bob on multiple occasions over the last 30 years that I hate shop bought mince pies. Show title. Every year. She forgets that I hate shop-bought mince pies. She is incapable of keeping that information in her head. She also doesn't know how I take my tea or coffee. So there are certain things that Bob just doesn't remember. And it's not... um, I've, I've known her long enough now to know that this is not a lack of interest... Or a lack of uh attention, it's just how her brain works. There are certain things that, you know, it encounters a smooth part of her brain and the information oh. slides out of it.
0: Oh, but it's easy to it is easy to read that as this person doesn't care.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, it really is. But I also so so here's here's the here's the bit where it gets the reveal. extra specially like what? I hate shop-bought mince-pies. I refuse to eat shop-bought mince-pies and yet will regularly eat them. <laughs> Because as much as I hate a shop mince Pie, because the pastry is too thick and the mincemeat is too sour. And
0: it's also they're not short enough. Um, uh-huh, yeah. uh uh-huh. they've, 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 they've got more flour yeah. than they should have.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. all of those things, because they're yeah. designed to last and they're designed to, tr- to Even the Riverford ones. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I okay. would say especially the Riverford ones. They're some pretty awful mince pies because they make the pastry so thick and then they're so shallow. They're so supposed they've got... to
0: be a sponsor next week, by the way, so we're just losing that. Uh, that's fine
1: but uh, at the same time as much as i will go no 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 sometimes i find myself going mm, i'd like something sweet i would really quite like a mince pie i haven't made my mince meat yet <laughs> i guess i'm going to have to eat a shop bought mince pie so you reinforce the buying of <laughs> so so i i say i hate them don't buy them i won't eat them and then at the same time i will say out loud do we have any mince pies from a shop and bob will kind of understandably go hmm that seems to be running counter to a conversation we've had multiple times and yesterday bob had been away and she for the you know she'd gone shopping and she'd come back with a load of stuff that i'd asked her for and then she said and i've got you a treat and out comes this box of mince pies and i had a little bit of a tantrum oh and i was explaining i love being human i love being human I mean, and it really by, is. <laughs> by tantrum, I mean, I, I didn't like there were no raised voices. I was just like, I can't believe Bob. I've told you so many times. Why don't you listen? And Bob's just looking at me going, you know, I can't remember certain things. So I don't know why you're getting upset about this. You just don't have to eat them. So, but, uh, so, but, And so I was doubling and tripling and quadrupling down on why I was so upset about the mince pies being in the house. And then I put them in the bin. <laughs> oh, I do not come out well Wait, in Wait, you put them in the bin? Don't worry, they were in a box. I got them out again later. Fear not. Um, so I put them in you the You didn't bin. even give them to the dog. I was so angry. Also, I think I knew I was going to eat them. Also, um, I... oh, so it was just, you put them in the bin performatively. Performatively, yeah. Did I you didn't... put on a
0: costume? Did you put on a little <laughs> moustache and dark glasses in glasses before you?
1: I really think that, that the overlaying from Bob's reading of me was effectively. She was just seeing a man with a, a, an emoji clown face plastered over his head. And then... And this, is, and this is where I'm, I hope that, uh, I don't know what I hope. And then I realized the reason I was upset was Bob had previously, on the walk home from the train, because I'd gone down to the train to pick her up, Bob had been telling me a story about, about something connected to work and, and a moment of frustration for her. Um, and I was getting more and more hot and anxious that I couldn't fix it. And that the people that she was talking to me about were not behaving in a way that I thought was appropriate. And they weren't, they weren't, I, I, I couldn't intervene into the narrative. I oh. couldn't make it better, and it was, and I, it wasn't until the fourth time I said, "and I really, really don't like mince pies," and then I, and she's just standing in the middle of the kitchen. I went, "This isn't about the mince pies," and she said, "I didn't think it was about the mince pies because I've seen you eat them from a shop, and I know you prefer your own, but you also haven't made your own yet, so uh, they're still mince pies." And it was that clarity of going, "Oh, this is not about that." Mm-hmm. I am not bothered. and the mince pies came out of the bin and I wiped them down and then we put them in the oven and they were delicious. <laughs> you <laughs> wiped they, actually, them down. Yeah, they were just, they were real. It was a you know, it was the I put them in the uh the non-recycling bin which pretty much just has the stuff that can't be, you know, the plastic that you can't recycle. So it's a pretty um, it's pretty a pretty clean, clean environment bin. Yeah, exactly. That's um, really And, and okay. so I just yeah, no, no, just to to say that I I I think Where I am at my worst in doubling down is curiously not from a place of me knowing the answer. It actually comes from when I don't know something. And not as in I'm speaking from a place of ignorance, but I don't know how I feel. So I'm usually speaking from a really uncertain emotional place. So I don't do it at work very often because if I don't know something, I keep my mouth shut. If I do know something... I'll tell people what I think, and then they'll either ignore me, agree with me, or uh, disagree with me. And in either in any of those scenarios, it's just a case of like, oh well, I guess yeah. that's fine. But I feel it very, very strongly at home in, but usually in those moments of, of, of I guess, massive displacement.
0: Yeah, uh, it's really uh, you know that. that what's your knocking on the door or maybe you've actually already entered the door of um, something really curious about or complex as well about understanding or getting even an inkling of an idea of why it is that uh, one holds a uh, is saying something under any circumstances I know that sounds a little bit uh, uh, weak or a little bit vague but by that I mean I think in the situation I was in, in that room, that I think if I think about really what I was feeling, is that I wanted them to be okay. That I, that, and that my anxiety was that I was going to say something that meant that they wouldn't be okay. It's not quite right because actually I think I was also acting in their interests. But I knew it would be th- those interests were contrary to the ones that they were wanting. If you understand, it's a really, really kind of messy. But I think there's so there's that going on, which is, um, which is recognizing why it is that one is saying something in particular. But then there's also just this feeling of um, uh, how do I say it's there's just something so so messy about also. I think for me, about wanting to be heard. And which is, which is, and I, I, could, I guess I could try and psychologize that and understand, you know, go into the kind of, the the sort of underpinnings of that personally, which I don't think is that interesting. But I think, unlike you, I think it, that comes up at work quite a bit. You know, that sense of, I want this, is I think it should happen this way. And I, I in an ideal world for me, I would, Soften that right down, right, really soften it, yeah, I can have an opinion here, and then you know it's either heard, it's not heard, it's acted on, it's not hmm, I said it, I said it once, it's fine. there are also times when when and I think this happened in that meeting where I could see that they were in over their heads, and I mean that in the with the most care that th- what was going on was so big and so impossible to imagine, and so difficult to handle, and there was no clear, it was not like there was a clear answer or anything like that. And so there was that point where I could have kept on going, well, you know, and and so what do you think is the best thing to do? I could have been working that role, right, totally, and that tends to be the role I have with them. Mm. Uh, Every now and again, I'll be quite assertive about something. I think you Mm. need to convince me of why you're continuing to do this part here in this way, for example. But there's also a point where I... I think it's important, and I think the same thing happens with PhD students. Where I go, you know what? I think you should do it like this, and these are the reasons why I think you should do it like this. Because there's a sort of point where actually the vulnerability is so high, and the sort of stress about the situation is so high that having someone just to just to hold that really mm-hmm. clearly is is really really valuable for the psychic health of the person for wh- whatever reasons, right? And so, the, and where that line is is. Uh, Uh, yes I think I would tend towards the the, whatever it was the former or the latter where I'm just holding but boy knowing when to go yep do it like this you're fine it's good you're good to go that kind of thing
1: okay so last week uh, we very briefly touched on uh, did Craig, come back to us. Oh yes, <laughs> and I forgot you, to tell you. You forgot to ask. Oh. I forgot to tell you, so I will just tell you now that um, Craig texted me and said, "Oh, sorry, I'm a little bit behind in the uh, in listening to the podcasts." Um, and I think he, I got the message just before we recorded last week's episode, and he said he would be more than happy to come and make midlife in cocktails for us. Oh, hallelujah! Which, which makes me think. This is something we have threatened on a variety of days. That we ought to meet. And I think we should maybe go into a series of specials that maybe we have, like, a, like, we bring other people in, not to talk to us about stuff, because whatever, but maybe to do cool things like, let's have cocktails. <laughs> I just want to get drunk with, with you. LAUGHTER okay great nice um so we
0: go to their place and then uh and set the mics up
1: we set the mics up we record and uh and then get drunk